Hello, and thank you for downloading our podcast, Discussing Documentaries, where myself and Rick Wharton watch and then discuss and dissect a documentary. And this week's documentary is A Grey State, released in the year 2017. Oh, remember 2017? How great a year was that? Directed by Eric Nelson. It has an accolade. It was at the Stockholm Film Festival. It got the Bronze Horse Award uh, nominee, sorry. Uh, for best documentary and the blurb from netflix where it's playing is this documentary dissects the case of a filmmaker whose death along with the deaths of his wife and daughter spark alt-right conspiracy theories so straight from the off this has got rick walton slapped all over it rick (laughs) what'd you pick this one for uh, this one was just to interchange out nuts. That's <laughs> why this one got the nuts. Because <laughs> we wasn't sure on the one I picked for a happy hot Friday. Well, well, there was a debate on whether or not it was a documentary, but I can understand why yes. it might have been nicer just to rattle off whatever happened in that one. So maybe it's nuts in the future. We'll see. Um, yeah, I had checked it out a few weeks back, so it was a new one. Right. And I thought there was some decent talking points into it. Uh, to be honest, it wasn't a very likable movie, but the story itself and the footage they've they've got through it is something that I think it's worth a watch. It's not it's not going to be up there for the best you've seen, but it's it's something. I'm so glad you said that because uh, yeah, I I normally enjoy sitting in front of the telly and uh, watching these, even the ones that like freak me out. But yeah, this one it didn't tick any of my boxes at all even when i tried to turn it off a couple of times and my missus who'd started watching it with me said no 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 leave it on leave it on and then right at the end she went rick chose this one didn't he (laughs) (laughs) as you're weeping eating a ben and jerry's in the corner yeah so uh there's no spoilers in this one because it says up front that he's dead as are his family Um, and basically in the credits roll the screen is black and there's a guy talking. And my missus said, because of the way he was talking, in the just in the tones and the manner about him, she just said, is that the bear guy again? I thought he was dead. Right? <laughs> and I was like, no, 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 no. But at the end credits, Werner Herzog shows up as executive producer. Ah. And, the other, and the other weird thing, so the film is about a guy called David timothy crowley and his family and he uh he basically he wants to make a film called gray state which is set in a dystopian near future where civil liberties are trampled by an unrestrained federal government so he's he's talking about how america is in his eyes yeah yeah, yeah. he's very much in in conspiracy land but i think he plays that off it's quite interesting some of the stuff he does about that throughout it as well uh, mm. But I just want to say on top on, on my documentary picks, since we've uh, learned what Matt Wills' current employment situation is, <laughs> I'm trying to pick documentaries that Matt won't go and buy something from. <laughs> Thank you, Rick. I appreciate that. As yeah, as that's my visa card. 
right, I'm thinking of you on that one. So that, but like again, we'll get into the story of it because there is, like I say, interesting stuff that happens. And since the world of social media, and and since he was always video logging and all these things, then then you get enough footage to make this movie. Because without that footage and someone just telling the story, it's ten minutes, in my opinion. Yeah, absolutely. But, so the movie starts up bit that uh, you're Nick saying he sounds like Timothy Treadwell. Yep. I only caught this on the second view uh, on the second viewing, but what he's saying in this passage becomes a quite a pivotal scene later on in the documentary, right? Which I I completely missed first time round because you're waiting for it to start, and then so you first see David Crowley, he's directing the movie Grey State, which is self funded, yeah, um, and he looks like a big dog on set. It's like it's a big production what they're yeah. doing, and. It kind of, you learn very quickly, it hits on all the points of sort of, I don't know if it's exclusively alt-right, but alt-right conspiracy theory. Hmm. Um, So like um, basically about a tyrannical government keywords, like the NWO is mentioned, they've been spoke about that for years, about globalization. What's the The NWO? It's the New World Order. Okay. And and, 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 see, this is why I asked before we watched this, have you ever heard of Alex Jones? Well, weirdly because, enough, when Alex Jones did pop up, and I went, "Oh, that guy." Okay, yeah. so he's the guy who rips into um, Piers Morgan, wasn't he? That's that's the way the way I know him from. Yeah, they they had a beef this year. The guy's crackers. He's <laughs> he, he is. Imagine if the flat earthers walked around with assault rifles, is what we're looking at with yeah. with the clientele that follows Alex Jones. And in fact, but he's got such such a following yeah of people and and there's some of the stuff like you know uh, i i i don't understand them not an expert on it because so there is things he talks about how the federal reserve isn't federal so they're paying a private company to do this and the corporatization of laws and privatization of things there is a greater truth to it but he is also the guy who says things like chemtrails makes you gay <laughs> so <laughs> Then so how, has, how is the whole planet not gay then? If 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 chemtrails do make you just just so we know what chemtrails are, they're the the stuff that airplanes put out, right? The nice yeah. white bits in the sky. Yeah. Well, then surely, so everyone around Gatwick in the UK would be gay, right? For a start, everyone all over Britain because there's chemtrails everywhere. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's obviously global, but it's it's hours to fill that he has. But so how I've do you seen- put that to the ancient Greece? When, when they didn't have any chemtrails, I don't and think they had homosexuals, and they now, had no problem with it. I don't want this to sound like I'm defending Alex Jones, <laughs> but, <Okay>. well, <laughs> but I I don't think I don't think the chemtrails are the cause of homosexuality within the conspiracy theory. Like the first plane went off, and then the guys went, "Oh my god, I need to get a manicure." <laughs> like it, that is not what I'm saying. They are saying there is drugs in these things and the pesticides. I, I don't know. I just know that's one of the outlandish ones as an argument. When I was unemployed, I I had my head dunked in it. Patrice O'Neill's one of my favorite comedians. He really bought into the Alex Jones stuff and even went on his show once before. No, so really? That, so that kind of went around. Yeah, he was big into his conspiracy theories. Bill Burr touches wow. on it. And things like that. Those are the guys that are uh, all about the Bilderberg meetings and all these people who decide where to, literally, like from what we did last time, where to invade next. And But the thing is, he has such a following now of like the pro gun, anti vaxxer, libertarian, yep. sort of no less government and all that kind of stuff. 
Donald Trump is a huge Alex Jones fan, and it got to oh, one really? point. Yeah, just a John Oliver. Uh, well, last week tonight with John Oliver. Yeah, yeah, it's great show. He, he goes into um, since Donald Trump listens to Alex Jones, he will then tweet what Alex Jones says, giving it credibility. And then Alex Jones said, it's like, oh, my God, we say it on the show and it becomes real. Do you know what I mean? So it's it's this kind of snowball effect. And I think uh, I, if you look at a large cross-section of how uh, Trump got the got the winning votes, I, I think the Alex Jones crowd is a huge part of that. Yeah. I, I think that was a swing vote, getting those people, the Breitbart, the Alex Joneses on thingy. But he's got a few documentaries. His first one was called Zeitgeist, and the one I watched was called the Obama deception and the imagine if Michael Moore had a cocaine problem is kind of what <laughs> is the best way to describe those. Let me ask you this. So are you, obviously I know you fairly well, right? We, we've, we've, we've done some time together. Um, are you a conspiracy theorist? Um, not to their extent by any stretch. I, oh, I, okay. I but you can lean. That- Oh, I, I, I fully like the interest in stories, and I think that's a large part of what gets people wrapped up in it. Right, okay. I And again, the, the documentaries very much make it feel on you and emotive when they're showing footage. So, like I've mentioned in the past, a conspiracy documentary, a classic, is talking about controlling the population. Yep. And you'll see Pimlico tube station at rush hour and people filing in, and you'll have this, like, kind of the movie trailer voice guy going... In a government that wants to control the masses, <laughs> and, and it gets you, it gets you kind of amped up, and it also like, oh, wait a minute, I could have been successful, but everything's against me. No, it's not, it's not my decisions. Like I'm at a level of unsuccessfulness that the conspiracy theories can't touch yet. Because <laughs> <laughs> I've worked for, uh, I've worked for small organisations, I've worked for large organisations. I'm categor- I'm putting my hat in the ring here. There is no conspiracy. Because I've worked for some really smart people, right? And they can't even get the people who work for them to deliver their message and to mm-hmm. get their to get their plans like fully created. So how a government is meant to do that with government employees or the right hand of a secret service organization or a military or it just it can't be done. It just cannot be done. It can't. You've, the minute you have to rely on human beings, it's going to go out the window. And the minute you tell one person your idea, loose lips sink ships, right? It's all coming down. It's a consp- All these people are good at is, is um, matching up patterns. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. think they're really good at that. And, oh, well, if you take A and then look, that leads straight into B. There we go. Look, that's a conspiracy. Nah, it's not. You've just found a link. That's which, all you've done. Which is doesn't when, mean the link exists. When you take a step back and say, so you're watching that cleverly edited. We'll get back to Grace Data in a sec. But we'll, <laughs> but at least we've got something to talk about. <laughs> oh, sorry. So in the documentaries, They'll show you that footage of people being controlled and all, all, all this yeah. kind of, and carefully edited things from TV. And then they'll go to, it's when they go to the real person interviews is when it loses all credibility. Because, in this documentary no, for you? No, not this one. Uh, in, oh, just in general. In oh, when they the go Alex to Jones any. Ones. Yeah. When so, they go to any conspiracy so theorists. So they'll go to yeah, yeah. very well put together, like Michael Moore-esque cutscenes. 
Yeah. And then it'll go into a 60-year-old man in a giant cowboy hat and spurs saying, yeah. like, I've been hunting the Bilderbergs for years and <laughs> things like that. So, so there is probably a thing of, like, uh, these corporate interests uh, and rich elite can influence wars and things like that, but the things in between... Yeah, I just I find it hard to hard to believe. But listen, I haven't been unemployed for long, so let's let's give it a few more weeks. Give me a bit a bit more time on the internet, a bit more free time. Let's see how it goes, eh? Oh, I'm I'm going to try and put a schedule of documentaries to just <laughs> unweave your mental health and then pick you up and then drop you back down. <laughs> You're gonna break me like a yeah, whale yeah. letting a trainer breathe for a second, then taking them back down. Because you know how susceptible I am. Oh, did you enjoy chicken people? Well, here's the family. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so, so the whole the whole film basically is around this guy, David Crowley, and you get to see his family as well. I didn't read the Netflix blurb, right? You just said that um, watch this one, A Grey State. Mm-hmm. So I just pressed play. I didn't read anything about it at all. That's the kind so of compliance had... I'm looking for. <laughs> <laughs> so I had no idea what was coming up. And like 15 minutes in, I'm still sitting there watching this going, well, you've told me nothing. I know absolutely nothing. What's going on here? And then suddenly uh, they cut to, oh, yeah, a neighbor you know, Christmas presents were piling up outside David Crowley's house. A neighbor looks through the window and sadly you see that him and his his wife and his child have been killed. And I'm like, oh, so it's going that way. Yep. This has got Rick written all <laughs> over it. Yeah. And that's what apparently. But I, I do think the documentary did it quite well because they, they I thought in the blurb they alluded it's going to like spark conspiracies. But as you saw in this documentary, the citizens investigators they talk to don't get given a whole... If they say no. something, they prove it 10 times over afterwards. And it's just yeah, two guys in short sleeve shirts talking, going, there's no way he would do that. There's no evidence that supports that. And then you've got 10 minutes of footage that gives that evidence. Yeah. And, it, and it's... But what, what holds the documentary, was peppered throughout the documentary, is these pictures of... He takes pictures every day. He uses a journaling app called One Day, uh, which I've used myself, actually. I lasted for one day on it. I've got one picture. Mm-hmm. But but he was taking a ton of pictures every day of his family. And this is just pieced together just to build up what the guy is. And you see inside his, basically, you see inside his mind a bit, right? Because he's writing his, you, they read out his journal entries. He's got 20 gigs worth of data about himself. 20 terabytes. So 20 terabytes. Now, that's a lot. That is a lot. It took me two years to steal uh, a terabyte of porn. So, I mean, this guy's been building up information, right? I I just like the idea of you. I just like the idea of you stealing it. Like you're going into someone's house like a spy (laughs) and just taking a couple of JPEGs off them and sneaking back out. (laughs) A swag bag over my shoulder. So basically, so this movie, Grace, he's kind of doing it backwards and it's fascinating how he gets it done. So now that now this blew me away. Yeah, yeah, so, I'm with you here. So he basically self funds to do a trailer, and yeah. Um, so what he's it's pretty clever because it comes out later, kind of different motives, which I think is interesting because mm. he's seen as yeah, a yeah. complete like top of the cause, going to all all these big conventions and adv- and and gaining support for it. He's an ex military guy that go into his military past. 
Uh, he went yeah. to Iraq and then he didn't want to go to Afghanistan. They redeployed him by force. He kind of broke down in yeah, yeah. in Iraq and clearly had like a mental break, which that's mm. great because that's juxtapos- juxtaposed with uh, the conspiracy theorists on their YouTube channel talking about there's no history of mental illness. There's no PTSD. And it's yeah. like, no, that was clear PTSD. And um, oh, so and then it shows you that uh, on the morning, and I think this is what's also fed the conspiracy. The reporter shows on one of the hard drives there was uh, something left out of the crime scene photos. The rest of the world saw because yeah. they're they're always saying David killed his wife and his daughter and then himself. Yeah. Yeah, but, oh, it's incredibly sad. But then you, it pans out, and in his wife's blood is the words yeah. Allah Akbar. Yeah, yeah, which, written in blood on the which wall. Which set the yeah. alt-right on fire. Weird thing is, though, the blurb from Netflix is um, mentions all-right conspiracy theories. I didn't really see many. Yeah, they were almost, as you said, they were cut out of the movie. They'll show you just like on a message board. and Tiny little yeah. bits, yeah. Cause, but, but one of the alt-right blokes said, uh, so Grace State, and he was really selling it, right? He was like, oh, yeah, David Crowley is like a god of the alt-right movement. But he wasn't. David Crowley was using that for funding, was my understanding of it. Without a doubt, which is something, guy, because yeah. he put every single major conspiracy theory into uh, the trailer. Yeah. So the vaccinations are a way of microchipping your children. Um, yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. the government can come. The thought police, if you think this, they can come behead you in person, uh, not behead you in the middle yes, of the street. Yeah, yeah. So that kind of where 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 these people think the world is going to is the movie he is making. So the bloke said, "Gray state is where the government take away all your rights and imprison you." Now, from the little bit I've learned of America, watching these documentaries over the over the last month or so. That's kind of what they've done to a lot of black people. So I say to you, sir, what John McClane said to Al the Cop in Die Hard. Welcome to the party, pal. Because <laughs> the conspiracy theorists are like, Ooh. and they're all white, aren't they? The conspiracy yeah. theorists. I never see a, a person of color or a different ethnicity. They're always, the, it's always the same white guy. Do you know what? I think, I think it is more diverse than that. But... I would say they don't sit at the front whooping and cheering wearing the cowboy hats. <laughs> right. <laughs> Whenever you see the footage of them together. So just, just it's one of the only things of the conspiracy guys. Uh, one of them looks like uh, the comedian mayor of Iceland that we saw on, on Invaded. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, yeah. The next guy says, uh, I, don't, I don't give a damn about credibility, <laughs> which sums those two up. What a dumb statement. What I liked about David Crowley was it panned to, he's mapped out the film and he's put it on a wall. Yeah, It's a big, big bloody wall and every plot movement is a piece of paper and then there's spin-off plot movements that have got di- different colour post-its. That guy would have been very useful when we planned out the Discussing Documentaries podcast because uh, he would have he would have had it all mapped out. And I thought I was reasonably organised, but I looked at this guy and I fell in love with him a bit just because I was like, Oh, that guy knows how to map out a story. Do you know what? I thought, thank 
I can only deal with one OCD on this stuff. Like, there's no chance <laughs> I was having David Crowley fucking yelling, telling us what to do. Because he, he's a he's a leader, is what he is. He's 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 he is a he's leader. He's controlled. Yeah. He's relative. He's pretty charismatic, and you, you see him. He's getting them to film these scenes of like and giving kids a safe word when the police are ripping them out of their beds in the scene. Yeah, and yeah. Like that. And it's all footage with the daughter as well, which is heartbreaking. Though what happens to her? Yeah, I didn't piece together. Just so you know, his family were dead even though they said we found him and his family. For some reason, I blocked that out of my brain. So when I found out way later into the film <laughs> that his wife, and, and I was like, I said to my missus, his wife and kid are dead. And she's like, yes, they said that almost in the yeah. beginning. I was like, oh, that's awful. Because by then when, you, you really start to, you really like When you them. saw Shawshank Redemption, we were like, this is the worst hotel I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> why doesn't he just leave? I don't understand why he'll stick around. <laughs> just check out, man. Leave a trip of Rise of Review and get on your well, way. I'm not- uh, David said he joined he joined the military because uh, he watched the film Black Hawk Down when he when they were when they were children. So yeah. uh, so the recruitment arm in Hollywood is working very well because he's seen action, and isn't he? It, he's, he's and he said he's shot and killed it, people. It, you know, he's a uh, he's an all American hero. It seems dark, and he talks about how. Um, he sees how the American soldiers are being used and how the public are being misled in that where what what they're yeah. doing in the Middle East isn't right. Well, he he says just backing up your point there. He says you follow a flag, you're going to be manipulated. You're just a dog jumping hoops for its government. Because I think these people are are a larger component of why what happened happened. So. I was. Just, you've got your own theory. I've got, is that I've what got you're a saying? big long theory at the end of of, of this one, which is okay, which I right. think is saving grace. C- can we just get to the end yeah. then? Oh, the, I did not want to watch this. This was just. It was so dull. Since I since I checked oh. it on a whim, uh, I had to go back and make notes last night, and it, I got to right. Okay. Uh, I went I, and I did half of it, and I put on the other half this morning, and I was like, I've actually wrote down. Ugh. I thought I only had 20 minutes left. It's 26. (laughs) (laughs) I think we've got a a big low scorer coming up. But there were some interesting points in it, right? So the trailer, for instance, that he made cost him £6,000. But the trailer got enough interest for him to raise enough money. 61000 I think. Yeah, so he could stay at home and write a script. And that was just... He was so well-planned... And just hearing the figures, you're like, oh, okay, well, that's that's good to know. And his idea was so good, and he believed in it so much. And the trailer looks – have you seen the yeah, trailer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we watched, oh, this, have we watched you? the same oh, okay. documentary. It shows you bits of it. Yeah, I haven't, no, but have you seen the whole trailer? Oh, did I go back and research it? No, God, no. Right, okay. No, I didn't either. It did look like it was going to be a kick-ass film. It was pretty brutal. It was violent as fuck. Uh, and yeah. uh, but I, I don't see a bit of Matt Will's film anytime soon. <laughs> if I've learned anything about you, oh, I don't know. I, I thought it'd be a great episode of Black Mirror. A lot, a lot of Black Mirror themes in there of, of, yeah, of yeah. the technology you've been used to. Because the trailer went viral and it just exploded, and it just put him, it, it made him center of attention for all these different groups as well as Hollywood producers. So. Um, so and he's he's on fire because yeah. he knows the ground support he has of this movement and things like getting Alex Jones outside a Bilderberg meeting to say Grace State could happen is that's like yeah. getting Jesus to tell the Christians to eat the fish like 
they 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 yeah. are jumping. It's a great little statement, right? Uh, yeah, jumping on board with it, and then they go into a bit more backstory. So you meet Camilla's wife, and even mm. that interest is right. They rushed into marriage after six weeks. Six weeks, yeah. And did you, did you see where they got married? No, go on. I wasn't paying huge attention well, to Waco, uh... Texas. So this guy loves. Yes, yes, yes. This guy loves his conspiracies. Clearly, he does. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she switched from Muslim to Christian. Yep. And then after that... The conspiracy theorists think he's the Messiah. Those were the words the, they used. The, this guy's the gonna Messiah. He's going to get their message across. No, he's not. He's just a very naughty boy. <laughs> he's not the Messiah. <laughs> and, and then we have um, footage of his four-year-old daughter talking about killing. But listen, you could... If I videoed you and your lass for two weeks... I could cut that any way I wanted to make you look like the happiest couple in the world or like a couple of nut-nut oh, nut jobs. I've so, got to be honest. If, if I was a... It's, it's how you want it to look. They could have cut that film completely different and he could have, you know, it could have just looked like they're just a normal family, which I think for 99% of the time, they probably were. I don't think so. I think he was nuts. Like, but if you would take two weeks of footage of our of me around the house people just think you'd left it on pause like there is <laughs> like if you ever if you ever see the player cam on sky sports it'd be like checking out matt Letizia for 89 minutes then you just hope he just pings one in from outside the box to to secure himself what are the doctor who angels that come in they yeah they wouldn't ever get you they gave, they gave yeah. up waiting for you to blink because it's never going to happen because that is a lot of work you're just not going to do it and then again it does it keeps cutting back to like the organization he's putting into this movie that's grown and grown mm. and grown he's good man he's it, really organized it's beautiful it's beautiful to see the way he plans it out it's really okay right because you know i'm he's ticking all like, my boxes I, 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 i'm gonna i i don't care if this makes it the document this is just for you matt let's see where this little path of organization takes him <laughs> and remember how many chats we have about audio quality <laughs> <laughs> It's an important documentary for you to watch on taking things too seriously, maybe. <laughs> he, he does take it way too seriously. His um, his wife is um, she's a nutritionist, yeah. isn't she? And uh, her business partner keeps popping up. And I'd already disconnected from the documentary. She started pushing me closer to the edge because she had that annoying inflection in her voice. You know where it where she finishes sentences. <laughs> <laughs> All right, start your stopwatches. Matt's got a weird sticking point. <laughs> oh, David oh. Crowley ticking boxes, killing his wife and kid. But the way this woman talks is as bad as black and white animals and the David Attenborough <laughs> fakes the sound of bears. <laughs> oh, she just, she really got under my skin. It was, I can't even do it. I can't even do the impression because it was just, it's not something I ever want to I'll learn. tell you, I, I formed a little conspiracy theory around uh, at this point because it goes into the things she was getting into and then it goes into her cake making. What, his wife? Yeah, Carmel. Com yeah. uh, so she was, and those cakes look fucking incredible. Yeah, like, man. She is like a cake artist. And I think Mr. Kipling had her killed and <laughs> wrote Allah Akbar on the wall because he just he couldn't handle the heat. Yeah, the competition was coming his he's, way he's, and he knew he'd never bat it away. Part of the blue bud oligarchy of America and he got the NWO to snuff her out. So David gets a uh, he gets an offer, doesn't he, for a development deal. Yep. Um, and, he, and his words here are beautiful. Because there's a built-in audience for this type of project. 
Mm-hmm. He's a he's a smart cookie, and you just keep seeing Instagram photos of like, you know, the best life. The, this is the Instagram photos of the best life. It's it's brilliant. And I, I had to repeat that because I burped. <laughs> fair enough. Fair. But if you're wondering why, if you think I'm unraveling because it's because of the heat. And then uh, it amazed me they they interviewed someone called Jason Allen in his you know when to say neurologist or pathologist and yeah. friend of. He was known as Grey State Fan. So he was a fan of a movie <laughs> that got as far as the fucking trailer. Like, this is... As if they interview me, the panel, they'll have a fan of the documentary Minimalism. Yeah. Move on. That's all he ever done. And then you see footage of David in his basement and his military gear. I think he's, like, holding a machine gun, watching Alex Jones' YouTube videos and yelling like he's talking to him. Go, no, he's I, prepping. He's writing a script. He's so he's he's creating characters. Yeah, maybe. He must have done that. Well, that that that'll come back in. That'll come. In. So you think he's he's on that? That's that's an interesting. I'm, I, I I I identified with a lot of what he was doing. So it, like the way he mapped out the story. Yeah, when he was he, when he had the gun and he was pointing at himself and he was recording himself and videoing himself. You know, he's 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 building a script. He's building and an he, he army wants it to be. of people following that script as well. Like you say, you he people, certainly is. Yeah, and he, you see him at uh, one of the big conventions saying, um, uh, "With our united effort, we can keep this in the fiction section." Do you know what I mean? Like, and they're yeah, great cheering. quote. He, he is a leader. Like, yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was a lovely quote. And he gets some. Um, he gets a couple of Hollywood producers, and then this is where the documentary. The, lots of this documentary was pissing me off. But they play the producers um, a voice memo that he left himself to get himself up. That right? is what you hear in the very beginning. That's the opening monologue. And oh, I, is it? And oh, I didn't okay. click right. that until we came to it. But I thought that was an incredible scene. So you got the two. Really? Yeah. So check this out. So you got the two Hollywood money. How? Men. All right. I'm about to fucking tell you. Jesus. What? <laughs> 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 Honest, I was so angry by this stage oh, when it came to the end of that. And me, my missus was going, no, just, just keep watching it. Will you just shut up? <laughs> I'm like, this is all shit. This is a load of crap. I'm going to just Sorry, read out now the I'm blurb doing the same to, to you. <laughs> 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 all right. So for me, this is why I enjoyed it. All right. So this is what, for me, right. one of the favorite scenes of it. So they have the Hollywood money men. Right of of the production company, and they are going out, and they are literally guaranteeing him thirty million to make this movie. Yeah. So, and he's talking, and he's talking about how, and they start off how sad it is. So they interview them before mm-hmm. hearing this audio. So he interviews them, and they and they're like, "Yeah, he was confident, easiest going guy you've ever met," you know. And yeah. and, they, and the reporter rightly asked them, "Did you feel like he was hitting his notes?" Or and they were, "Oh God, no, no, that wasn't David. David was just." He was just, he was just relaxed. Yeah. And he it, was in the zone. And then you hear this voice note of absolute insanity when he's talking about how he's going to wear his necklace to project personality. He's going to have his veins shown. So he's got a bracelet on his right hand, watch on his left hand. And little notes like match their enthusiasm. No, match, match their experience of your enthusiasm. And a key quote is, the minute you mention NWO, there is an inbuilt audience ready to empty their wallets like fucking sea lions <laughs> clapping for a fish. Because you've said the new world order, and but he's a salesman. 
All he was doing was prepping. He was working out who his audience were. He wanted to get 30 million quid and he had certain things to hit. If you sell anything, it's all scripted partly because you've like, oh, they need to know about this, this, this and this. I didn't get that it was contrived at all in any or that it was mean. He was just he wanted 30 million dollars. It was serious, right? Because that would change him and his family's life. So he just set it up and all he was doing was giving himself, he just talks it. What do you think I do before we do these podcasts, Rick? I sit down and I have a word with myself. And I'm just like, no, just, just keep calm, you know, get the opening monologue right because that's key. Because <laughs> <laughs> Corden does it well. I've got to do the monologue opening. Really oh, my. Well. I, I am glad we do not live I, in the same town here in this insane shift from you. <laughs> Jesus, Webb. But. But he was just he was just selling. That's but all he what, was doing. What I enjoyed is seeing these like powerful money men who think they're right about everything being shown that how he hit his marks and manipulated not manipulated because they probably would have went in because he's already self funded the movie. This is a safe investment in yeah. my opinion. Yeah, yeah, yes. But but it is it's the level of of a control freak that David is, and that speaks to his overall <laughs> mental fucking health. And their reaction to it is brilliant because they just switch, switch, like they flip. And again, it's something you don't see in like traditional TV is seeing this juxtaposition of people's opinions mm. switching on someone from they like go in going sad, family, loved them, blah, 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 to... Well, how did you, how did you see their opinions switched? Because I bet you we've we've got different views on this one. Oh, because part of it, I thought the guy with white hair was angry with the reporter. Oh, okay. Right. Yes, yeah, so did I. Because he goes, this is divisive bullshit. But then when after a second of him yes. saying that, he says, it's just totally different guy. And I think he was coming around to it in his own mind because he feels slighted. These people don't like feeling like they're not in control themselves. Like, yeah. like they're, they're power brokers in this industry. So I, I just thought mm. that was a great scene and showed that he was using and manipulating this inbuilt audience of the alt-right mm. to move on because he even says in his thing goes, look, this is just one movie. Who gives a shit? But once I've made one, then I can make another and this is a different life yeah, for our family. Yeah. Basically, what, what them blokes were, they were like West Ham fans. So they were sold a dream but delivered a lie is, is what they were... Uh, that, that's how I saw it. No, no, no. They were like West Ham fans. They thought they were getting a £30 million player. Instead, they got a psychopath who never saw the light of day. <laughs> but it was just, yeah. And I was I was so disconnected from this documentary. And I'm not I'm not normally like that. D- did you see when he got uh, it, it cut to him and he had a, like a, is it Travis Binkle, the character from Taxi Driver? Exactly. When he has the Mohican. This- he has a Travis B. Binkle Mohican. This for me is a documentary of a splice between two movies, and I want to see if you can guess the second movie as we go. Oh, on. is Taxi Driver? Taxi the first Driver one? is one of them. Yeah, he has it. Right, okay, because I, again, I'm fully of the bigoted opinion. You don't keep a mohawk for longer than a year unless you've got some kind of uh, anger issue. <laughs> yeah, that's a six month summer haircut at best, and he keeps that mohawk throughout. But he's got his audio journal and things like that. And then we start to hear yep. he cut himself off from everyone. He, he yep. went to a dark place. Carmel wants to leave her business. She started. And it sounds yeah. like uh, when they're, when she's saying she wants to leave the business, her friend she started the business with is like, this sounds like I'm talking to David. Yeah. Why? Do you not think I'm intelligent enough to have these views? Yeah, exactly that. And then it goes back, it's going through like, it's good. It's given hints as if the narrative, so he's going like the occult hit, uh, sorry, the occult hint 
And that then he goes back to a storyboard wall yeah. of where he's piecing things out. And then you see footage of Carmel having a spiritual attack. Yeah. And she's going a little crazy. Um, I think the pair of them are unraveling, right? Because he he comes off of social media. He stops talking to the money men, which is bad news, yeah. right? So these guys are like, we got your 30 million. Give us your bank details. <laughs> and he's not getting back to yeah, them. Yeah, he's cutting off. And just can you imagine the stress of that? Uh, I, the stress that this poor guy is under. Like Right, bearing in mind, he's possibly got PTSD, right? My missus who studies these things has got letters after her name. She's like, he looks like he's got PTSD. She was connected to this. I'm guessing in the same way you were. I think it's an interesting psychological break, yeah. Oh, okay. I wanted to watch Coronation Street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the difference. It's like looking into a mirror. Yeah. You're, and you're looking at him and going, he hasn't even went through his minimalist phase yet. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, don't, I, I just identified with him and he clearly, he had a, look, he, he must have had some sort of a breakdown or his wife had a break. Well, someone's had a breakdown and three, three people are very sadly, three talented people, right, are sadly dead. And it was as simple as that. How they turned this into a, how long was this piece of shit? Hour and 26. What was it? Uh, oh, how they turned that into an hour and 26 minutes is beyond me. That's because. Absolutely. It, it, it's. It's it's an interesting like, from a filmmaker perspective and what he managed to r- rabble up and how, but then it had its own sting in the tail because when it wasn't uh, being made quick enough, the kind of inbuilt audience turned on him. Yeah, of course they did because the internet people are mean, especially right? <laughs> these guys. Yeah, Jesus, weapon. If you don't like one of their Facebook status, you think that you're part of the fucking Illuminati. Like, yeah. So, oh, they've got to, yeah, yeah, exactly that. And then you start to hear like readings from his online journal which is uh, David is now, David Crowley, the filmmaker, is now trying to get his friends to sign away their rights to the movie. And they're yeah. saying no. And it's, this is cut with him of footage fucking around with AK-47s in his basement um, of saying yeah. that, uh, oh, um, what's the guy's name? I didn't write down the friend's name. but oh. Well, this is how disconnected I was from it. I didn't write down anyone's name. <laughs> And I write down everybody's name. So, Do you know what, Rick? Didn't even watch the... Uh, oh, I did. I watched some of the end oh, credits. Good. But reluctantly. Very reluctantly. That's good, because I was wondering if there was a surprise at the end. I look forward to that on the podcast. Um, so, <laughs> in his journal, he's talking about his best friend who's made the trailer with him, been making movies with him for years. I think he's in the army with him. Like, his right-hand man. And he's saying how, oh, so this guy wants to stand in my way. Foolish, foolish, foolish. Do I destroy him or convert him to my cause? And there is a lot of this overblown, arrogant control freak about him uh, a few times in the but, stuff in which he says when he is... Go on there, Matt. You seem like you've got something you want to fucking say. Well, it's not... It's not... <laughs> what is it? He's not being controlling or... He's just voicing the thoughts in your head are not you, right? They're just thoughts that pop into your head. And what he was doing was just voicing them. That's all he was doing. Just so you know, if if I um, if I die one day, you're not allowed to read my, my daily pages <laughs> that I write every day because <laughs> the documentary about me will be, after watching the David Crowley film, Matthew identified with this young man. The problems began when they started a radio sitcom. <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't, they kept making him out like he was a, a bad guy because of this. Loads of people, Seneca, right, from, you know, a couple of thousand years ago, he 
journaled every day. We don't think he's a nutter, right? And I think he got killed or he had to kill himself. It didn't end well for Seneca, I seem to recall. Okay, so now we have the wife's friends coming and saying they're very concerned about Carmel. They're saying she's withdrew herself. Yeah. Uh, they're worried about domestic violence. And uh, Sister drove 17 hours from Texas and she wasn't allowed to see her sister because David went, no, you can't see yeah. her. I mean, that, that's that a pretty big red flag right there. Um, yeah. But I would like to have heard her account of that as well. Like this body language, how he did mm. it, how forcible. That's crazy. That is. Uh, and they kept cutting to his dad. And uh, that was just sad. And they made his dad read out of his diary. That well, that just seemed mean. It was, it was it was pretty emotive, those bits. And, but then they say, show things like Kamel, a frantic voice note of a vision of her being raptured, which is like Christian iconography of uh, being brought up to heaven. Um, David then goes into another room to record his opinion on it. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. And it's all kind of alluding to this may have been both of their idea for a murder-suicide. Yeah. Because she says... Maybe. I'm go- I'm being taken. I want you to come with me, and I need Rani, the four year old child, five years old yeah. now, because the birthday was in October. And that's tragic. And at that yeah. and at that birthday party, they said there was a big di- big disconnect between what those two would normally like as a couple. Yeah. To later on, um, and then it comes up to the day when when it happens, and there was just one, um, the friend says on Christmas Eve he was driving to his house because he felt like he had to tell me loved him. That was his brother, and then. Was that his brother? Yeah, yeah. All oh, right, so and his he, brother. he turned around. He didn't do it. Yeah, he turned around, didn't go, yeah. and, and he, he wonders what could have happened. Yeah. Um, but to be honest, I don't think that was going to change the plan, and then you'd be thinking, God, it's my crack that bad. that <laughs> They just ended it because yeah. I came around on Christmas Eve. I just, I was so disconnected from it, but... My missus was the complete opposite. So she just kept coming up with all the theories and, you know, she's trying to solve. And the whole mm. thing, because it's left, you have no idea. No one knows what happened, right? So you've got the police telling you one thing. You've got the conspiracy theorists telling you another. And the then- conspiracy theorist said it was definitely a cointel assassination. I had to Google that. That is a CIA, FBI, a government hit. And I just don't see him being assassinated for a movie that he hasn't written. <laughs> you say he hasn't written. There was a when he deconstructs all the notes on the wall, he clearly he's he's put a lot of work into it. Okay, Matt, you you have um, un, un, unwittingly unwittingly walked into my big wrap up of the theory of what happened with this guy. Go. Right, and the the storyboard wall is a huge part of it. Yes. Now, he's a control freak, and he's had nothing but success in this world. He has got the trailer done. He's rebel. He's roused people who aren't even actors mm-hmm. to be playing good yep. FEMA camp people. They're doing the shots. They've got all the equipment, the money, and all the support behind them. Yep. On the wall, okay, it is like I did film and media studies at A-level, then some bit parts of that. Check in you. Six... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and it's absolutely fucking useless. So <laughs> everything he shows you on on that wall, right? He is a control freak, absolute control yep. freak. This guy, and he is a hardworking guy, but he can't write. This is this is the thing that's missed. Oh, this okay, is, all right. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. every okay. 
aspect of this that is why diagram, I can relate to him. <laughs> I, yeah, I will. I I will put myself in the same thing because everyone can arrogantly say I could make a sitcom about my life. I could make the a movie. Everyone thinks they could have a decent movie. They've seen enough movies. I can do that. And when they can't have the creativity to come out and put it down yep. themselves. Then they start to look at like Propian th- uh, uh, theory, and I forget the other one. I want to say Maslow, but it's fucking not. But basically, there is structure archetypes that happens in every yes. single story. Yeah, yeah. Like plot point one: a hero leaves home. He's felt of a challenge. There's like seven things that's in every single conceivable story myth that we've ever been. There told. you go. You can see uh, in my office here and we have got the writer's journey, uh, my, third my edition, house. written by Christopher Vogler, which covers all of that. What you're saying. Yeah, so Matt has that and the gun. He's going to kill him and his girlfriend <laughs> afterwards. I just so can't that afford whole, the bullets. <laughs> that whole wall is almost like a smokescreen that he's written a movie. What he's done is he's taken it out of the textbooks and his idea is I just need to fill in the stencils and the creativity is never there. Mm. Yeah. So it never. this is the underground problem. He's not writing. Which would be heartbreaking for him. It, this movie is Taxi Driver meets The Shining. I've never seen The Shining, but yeah, he's a. You've he's, never seen the fucking Shining. I can't watch horror Jesus. films. Yeah, uh, Jesus Webb. So that is pretty much The Shining. Nicholson goes. I, I, I'm, I'm talking to the listeners now. Not fucking you. I'm, I've, I've seen yeah. The Simpsons episode, Treehouse of Horror, so I get the gist of it. All right. No yeah, TV, so no beer makes Homer go something, something, something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So Jack Nicholson uh, has to look after. I can't believe I explained the fucking Shining. No, I get it. I've seen uh, the Simpsons episode, and I do all as the same as you. All my learning's yeah, yeah, done through yeah, the we Simpsons. Can, so. We can piece it together from that. But I honestly, I I see that in him. I see him yeah, going okay. crazy. This is why he's not talking to the people anymore. This is why yeah. he even has a quote in there saying, "This they're giving me money for this thing in my head. I don't even have to write it." And it's that kind of yeah. his arrogance masking. Mm. Um, Oh, what are they, fear. vulnerability yeah yeah fear yeah yeah it, it's all all, all that uh, and i think that's what drove him crazy and then when you start to see the footage of his wife talking about um what's it called uh the rapture and these yeah. spiritual things are seeing i think they're doing because i think you'd go to levels of taking things like shrooms drugs to try and expand your mind in the way that like the beatles did or bill hicks would talk yeah, about okay. to try and yeah. get creativity sparked and i think that must have played because those little videos are are, are chilling in terms of foreshadowing and almost her wanting him to kill them yeah bits yeah that makes sense yeah it it wasn't very nice it wasn't i didn't enjoy the watch well let's get on to you you clearly got a lot more out of it than me um just 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 this fascinating study of of the break and yeah. how he how he reacts, cuts himself off. If you've ever had a friend in an abusive relationship, uh, there was a lot of uh, similarities in terms of okay. their behavior. Like just like removing yourself from friends, taking yourself down from like what your normal pattern is, uh, throwing away like discarding the business opportunities. There's a lot of the the controls. Yeah, I want you out of that company. It, it, yeah, a lot of it just. It seemed on the surface difficult to piece together from the info because c- c- it's all about the the Grey State movie, but it is just a descent into madness, po- possibly PTSD mixed with the the bipolar pressure of you know you're the greatest thing on this to oh my god you're you know one of the Illuminati to we're making this. This is where so it did make as you know I'm an avid list maker right I make a lot of lists. Here's the 
list it's joined, right? This These are the people on the list. Oh, sorry, these are the, the films on the list. The Grey, Your Sister's Sister, Rampart, You Will Meet a Tall Dark Stranger, Stand Up Guys, Cockney vs. Zombies, Death Note, The Place Beyond the Pines, The Giver, The End, Birdman, Nocturnal Animals. What have all of those films got in common with Grey State? I'll tell you, Rick, they are all films without endings, which is my biggest that pisses me off more than attenborough <laughs> faking sound effects i'll give you that i will give you that this was give not me an a ending. high scoring one give me an yeah. ending there was no ending and i know so- in life there isn't endings right but yeah i don't know it just it, it, give me a fucking ending <laughs> i'm not asking for a lot and the ending was oh these three people are dead we don't know how it happened but they, well, they, they must did. know who they pulled did. They the said, trigger. No, no, they said David did it. David did it and wiped the blood on the wall for Aloha. Oh, okay. There was a Quran found there and he had a playlist playing oh, okay. at the end throughout. Okay, so loop. mine, yeah, that was weird. So basically my missus won um, the the bingo of how how it was all done. When it was all done, she she was uh, she was like, I've Paul Vasey'd, I've called it, there you go. <laughs> Yeah, so well, definitely, right. yeah. That that's that that that's what I think. What happened in it? Um, I, I'm I'm giving this one just a three because it is an interesting character study. And How can I, you give I, this a three? <laughs> you gave minimalism less than that, I think. Yeah, I did. There was even the like true to the name. There was less in the minimalism documentary <laughs> than there was in fucking this. Okay, well, I'm giving this a solid, and I do mean solid one. A one from that, wow. A one. So that is a Look low scoring. Uh, so that was a, a grey state. And they spelt grey wrong. This is the, Alex Jones is going to start going into, into your past and how you worked in corporate finance and how you're bought and paid for <laughs> by the man. <laughs> I'm all controlled by the man. But I guarantee it was good for you to see it because I was going to be interesting the first time you came across Alex Jones because I guarantee over the course of this next year, he's going to pop up once or twice. Oh, okay. Without, right. without a shadow of a doubt. What I liked about Alex Jones is his voice. I think he's got a great voice. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's the angry man. He's uh, yeah, he is. He's yeah, yeah. The, the Repu- Republican uh, radio guy on the Simpsons. Yeah, he, that's exactly who he is. He's got a he's got a great voice for it. He's he's playing to his strengths. So, Rick, have you got anything more to say on a grey state? Um, no, no, not really. I think we covered it in. Wow, this is our shortest episode yet. Jesus. Well, would, would you recommend it on your WhatsApp group with your mates? Nah, no, 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 I would not. Right, I, if okay. I would, well, that's telling, be, isn't it? I would just be trying to trick them into listening to the podcast. Um, <laughs> <laughs> really good, yeah, you'll, you'll understand this week's episode. Okay, well, thank you very much for listening. Come back and join us again. We have uh, a lot more episodes coming up. Hit the subscribe button. You can contact us on the show notes. You can see our Twitter page, our Facebook page, all of the all of the social media stuff that you need is out there. So say goodbye, Rick. See you again. Goodbye. Ta-da. <laughs>